Welcome to the Of Course You Did podcast, the podcast for coaches who are scaling their coaching business. I'm your host, Brooke Alexander. Each episode is strategically crafted to help you help more people get better results in less time. If you're ready to truly dive deep into masterfully helping your clients achieve results no one else can, the Creative Coach Method certification is for you. Head to creativemindacademy.com slash certification to learn more. Now let's get into today's episode. Hello and welcome to this episode of the Of Course You Did podcast. I'm excited to be here. I took a little break off, like there was a week of not recording or uploading any podcast episodes. I had a bit of a dilemma with the created coach content. Everything that I created didn't work. All of the modules that I'd uploaded that were set to be released needed to be re-recorded and re-edited. So I was very busy focusing on that. But we're here this week and we're going to talk about something that comes up for a lot of coaches. The thought of getting on a consult or a sales call with a potential client and getting to the end of the call and hearing them say, you're an amazing coach, but I just can't justify spending this kind of money on coaching. That thought stops a lot of coaches from even making offers to help people. It stops a lot of coaches from even making clear offers. Sometimes this thought, this fear is so hidden in the subconscious that you might not even realize this is holding you back. The fear that someone will say no to working with you holds you back from even offering to help people, which is really interesting because if you think about it, either way, either if someone says no to you or you just don't even offer, you're not getting a client either way. You're already in the position that you're trying to avoid, the position of not having a client. So let's talk about what you can do when you hear this. If you ever hear this, I would say actually the first one you want to do before you even hear it. The first thing that you should do is some self-coaching around your thoughts about it. Self-coaching around your thoughts about the idea that someone might say to you, you're great, but I can't afford it, or I don't want to spend that kind of money, or anything like that. You want to do some self-coaching around what you make it mean about you. What thoughts come up for you when you imagine that potential scenario in your mind? What thoughts do you think about you? Are they positive thoughts? Are they negative thoughts? Are they disempowering thoughts? What thoughts do you think about your coaching? What thoughts do you think about your potential client, about the person who's saying it to you? What are the thoughts that you're having about them? That's a really important one too. Often we don't go to that place. We don't think to even pay attention to what we're thinking about the other person, but that's going to be really important for you as well. And what thoughts do you have about your success? What are you making it mean about you? What are you making it mean about your potential success? What are you making it mean about your potential client, about the person that's on the other side of the offer? Do this kind of self-coaching way before you even get on consults. I would suggest do it right after this episode. As soon as you're done, just do a brain dump of all of the thoughts that come up for you when you imagine that scenario in your mind. You can go to that place, do a visualization, you're on a call, 
or you're in a DM or wherever it is that you have these kind of sales interactions with people and imagine that scenario playing out and notice what thoughts come up for you. All of them, write them all down. The thoughts you have about yourself, the thoughts you have about the other person, the thoughts you have about your success, the thoughts you have about your coaching abilities, the thoughts you have about you on sales calls, about money, write down all the thoughts you have. Because the only way you're going to be able to get through this is by being aware of what's actually going on for you so you can work through that. And for each of the thoughts that come up, notice how they make you feel. Notice if it's empowering or disempowering and question them. Is this thought true? Is this belief true? Is this thought that because they said no, I will never be able to be a successful coach actually 100% factually true, provable in a court of law? No. Do some self-coaching around that before you even start making offers to help people. The second thing you want to do is make sure your marketing content is set up to filter out people who aren't the right fit for your offer in advance. It's more effective for you and your business, for your marketing to let people know exactly who your offer is for and filter out the people that it's not for so that you're not wasting your time getting on consult, explaining what your offer is to people that it's not a good fit for, and you're not wasting anyone else's time. You're not wasting their time by getting on calls with them when the offer is just is not for them. The way that you can use your marketing to filter out the people who it's not the right fit for is by knowing your client's point A and point B. You need to know exactly where they are right now. I've said this in another podcast before, but if you can clarify exactly where your perfect fit client is right now, the exact place that the person that you want to work with is right now, this is going to help you differentiate yourself from every single other coach that exists because you're going to say, okay, I work with this specific person. They're doing A, B, and C. They're doing one, two, and three. They have all of this in place. They already know how to do this. For example, if you are a business coach, your point A could be a brand new coach, someone who is currently in a nine to five job and they want to become a coach. So your point A is of someone who's right at the very beginning of their journey. And even If you're working with people in nine to fives, that's going to be really helpful because that's going to differentiate you as well. That's going to set you apart from other coaches. And you can even dive even deeper into that. Go even further than saying you're a new coach, you're a brand new coach, and you currently have a nine to five and you want to become a coach. You can go even further and get in even more detail there. Another example is for me. My clients, I work with people who have already sold coaching packages. They need to have at least made $30,000 from their coaching business. They can't be working with any other coaches 
at the time that we work together. They need to commit to not working with anyone else. And there's a few other things as well. But what I've done here is said, okay, I'm not working with people right at the beginning of their journey. I want people to already have some idea of who their niche is, have a pretty good idea of the process that they take their clients through, know how to get on sales calls. Maybe we we need to tighten that up, but not really. I want my clients to have a lot of things in place already because I know those kinds of people, the people who are at a specific point A, are already set up to get really, really amazing results from our work together. If I were to take on someone who has never coached anyone before and never sold coaching before, they wouldn't be set up for success to get amazing results with my program because I don't teach sales. I don't teach a lot of things. It's expected that the people I work with already have those things in place. So knowing your client's point A and point B, so point B is the result, and I'll get to that in a second, is really, really important. This is going to help you filter out a lot of people, and that's a good thing. You don't want everyone getting in your calendar, you having conversations with everyone. You don't want to be speaking to everyone. You don't want to be wasting your time, and you don't want to be wasting other people's time. The second thing that you need to do is have a clear coaching process and a path to get your perfect fit clients from their point A to the results that you're helping them get to, to their point B. And you need to be able to clearly explain it and it needs to be easy to understand. You need to be able to say, first, we're going to do this. We're going to work on this specific thing. Then we're going to work on this specific thing. And next, we're going to work on this specific thing and get as detailed as you possibly can. And then the third thing, I've already touched on this, your point B, you need to have a specific, desired and measurable result. It needs to be specific and clear, just not just airy fairy. I help you get soul aligned. That is not specific enough. It doesn't mean anything to anyone. It's not giving the people what they need in order to feel safe to buy from you. They don't know what they're going to get and people don't buy if they don't know what they're going to get. It needs to be desired. The result that you're helping people achieve needs to be something that they want. It needs to be something people want to pay for. It needs to be a result that people want more than they want the money in their bank account that they're going to use to pay for it. And it needs to be measurable. It needs to be clear and specific on exactly when the result will be achieved. Helping someone get soul aligned isn't measurable. We don't know when they will be soul aligned. We have nothing to measure that by. But if you're a career coach and you help your clients get a C-suite job that pays over $150,000 a year, that's measurable. We know when they're going to have achieved that. These things are exactly what I help my one-to-one clients with in my 30-day intensive. So if you think that might be for you, I will leave a link in the show notes to a document that outlines exactly who it's for and exactly what we're going to work on and the specific results that you can expect from working with me. Another thing that I want to mention here, just because I have never seen any other coach do this before, and I think it's really cool and you can do this as well with your clients if you want, but I have a results guarantee. So it's a 30-day intensive But my clients are going to work with me until we achieve a specific result, until they get their first three clients in their new offer, in their new package from us working together. 
For most people, this is going to happen within 30 days, which is awesome. But I have that results guarantee there so that my clients know they're going to make their money back from investing with me. Okay, so now let's talk about what you can do if you've done step one and step two and you still have someone on a call with you who says they can't afford coaching. You want to check in with yourself. You want to ask yourself, do you really want to work with this person or is this a red flag that they're actually not a perfect fit client? You don't have to work with every single person you get on a call with. If you get on a call with someone and they're not a perfect fit, they're not your client that's at their the point A that you need them to be at in order to get really big transformational results, the best results possible, or if you're just getting a vibe like they're not interested. I have mistakenly signed clients who I saw red flags for like on our sales call telling me that certain things didn't work for them or they don't want to do this thing or they don't want to do this. And at the time I was a very, very new coach. I didn't, I just went with it. I thought it's my job to coach them through this, but you actually don't have to. It's your job to help your clients get results. And part of that is only taking on clients who are a fit for your offer. Not everyone is going to be a fit for your offer. The next thing you want to do is check in with yourself again and ask, do they really want to work with you? Sometimes saying I can't afford it is a convenient way out, an easy way out for both of you. Maybe they don't want to work with you and they think that saying they can't afford it is going to be their way out without you questioning them. So that's their response. So ask yourself, do they really want to work with you? Maybe they don't want to work with you. You can ask them. Is there a reason other than money why you might not want to work together right now? Maybe it's the timing. Maybe they have a partner and their partner isn't supportive. Maybe it's something else. But give them the space to take a way out. But you can ask, is there any reason other than money why you might not want to work together? And if they say no, that's totally fine too. Don't try to handle their objections. I really hate this handling their objections thing. I've never, I've never been good at that because it never felt good to me. I've done sales courses and worked with coaches and blah, blah, blah. And they all talk about handling objections and what you should say and you should prod at their pain points and all of this stuff. And honestly, that's just bullshit. It's gross. I don't do it. I, I've tried to do it in the past because that's what I was taught to do. And it just, I just failed miserably. It sucks. It didn't feel good for me. I can tell it didn't feel good for the other person. I think I did it like once or twice. And then I was like, I just, I'm just not going to do this. You can actually do the complete opposite. You can honor their objections. You can say to them, I understand not everyone is ready to work with me the first time that we meet. Would you like some ideas for how to move forward? Even if we don't work together, And continue to serve them. You're not here just to get money from people. It's okay if someone says that they don't want to work with you. It's not the right time. They don't have the money. They don't have a supportive partner. Whatever it is, it's totally okay. You can still help them. You can still say, look, here's some tips. Here's some things that I think are going to be really helpful for you. And if this changes for you in the future, I'll be here. My stance on discounts is that I never offer a discount. I just don't do that in my business. I 
offer support in other ways. So I have a free podcast, Instagram post, blog post. Every Monday, I do a free coaching hour through Eventbrite so people can sign up for free coaching from me. So I have lots of other ways that I can support people to rise up to the level to be able to afford the coaching that I offer. That's how I have chosen to run my business. You can do whatever you want. You can make the decision that is right for you in your business. If you want to offer things on a sliding scale, you can absolutely do that. It's a choice that's very personal to you and your business. And I operate in my business how I operate in my personal life. I don't ever think or believe that someone doesn't have the ability to rise up to meet at a certain level. And I don't believe that in my business either. I think that every single person has the potential to get to where they want to be. And I'm never going to discount anyone or invalidate anyone or say that some people have less ability than others to get what they want. That's just not how I work. So I don't discount, but it's completely up to you on what you want to do. The times that I have discounted, it has not worked out. It didn't work out for me because I felt like I was coaching for not much money. It didn't really work out for the client because they hadn't invested much in it. It was pretty affordable. It was like quite cheap. So my client didn't have much invested and didn't show up to calls and wasn't doing the work and it just wasn't a good dynamic. So that's my experience with it. And that's why I don't do it. It's completely up to you. You might need to go through the experience of offering a discounted price and then seeing what that feels like for you if it works. So that's it for this episode. I hope you enjoyed this one. Let me know what you think. Head over to my Instagram at brookealexandra.co. Leave me a message. Leave me a message. Send me a message. Let me know what you think of this episode. And if you would like to be coached on a future episode of the podcast, you can head to the link in the description to apply. And I would love to coach you. All right, that's it. I'll catch you on the next one. Bye.